the college football experience, Notre Dame fighting Irish season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to underdogfantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Yes, of course. Don't forget to download the SGPN app in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, everybody. Joe Theismann here. You're listening to SGPN. So do this. Let it ride. Yes. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Notre Dame fighting Irish season preview. My name is Kobe swinging Dan today's Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating, sideline kiss stealing, wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, well, well, I don't get cold, but they're counting down. That's right. Well, well, Lou Holtz is in studio. We are talking Notre Dame football, and that was my reaction because Patty C, I think I'm a Notre Dame fan. <laughs> this is a, a development. If I've ever heard one, I think I'm a Notre Dame fan because you're telling me I can get a home playoff game in some real football weather. Yeah. In three true. years. If you're into that kind of thing, then uh, this may be a school that satisfies that itch. Now, as of right now, I can go back to hating them. Yeah. Well, but I mean, I, I, they're about to be my favorite team though. You realize that, right? Especially with them, the, Iowa, Wisconsin are about to be my favorite teams. Oh yeah. I mean, it's going to be a thing of beauty. It's going to be a thing of just beauty. don't mess it up guys. We want the 12 teamer. And let me tell you something else. Brian Kelly going back to playing old school, Notre Dame football. You play great defense and you pound the rock. Brian Kelly came into Notre Dame after that Cincinnati thing, throwing the ball around. Yes. And they just were never tough enough to stay in games. Oh, give me that yes. music, baby. Yes. Now he's invested in the uh, the trenches for long enough that they can kind of pound with most teams. The only thing that kept them from getting blown out by Alabama was staying in the trenches and being able to move the ball and extend some drives a little bit. So, uh, yeah, I think he's got it going in the right direction and possibly. 
with an even improvement at quarterback. I, I don't know that I agree with that, but I don't know. It's going to be a big, uh, you know, drop off that said need to replace some pieces in the trenches. Yes. And when you really think about it, Patty, see, this is the Notre Dame fighting Irish here. All right. This is a team that's won four straight consecutive wins or double digit win seasons, five of six seasons. Uh, Kelly's done a great job here. He needs to take that next step. Marcus Freeman in on defense, Clark lead to Vanderbilt. Freeman comes over from Cincinnati, but if this is the Notre Dame fighting Irish, Lou Holtz, uh, Dan Devine, Era Parsegan, uh, Newt Rockney. I mean, do I just need to keep rattling off names? And Brian Sing? Kelly is on the verge of becoming the number one winning quarterback uh, coach in Notre Dame history. I don't know if those uh, suspend or if those forfeited games will be taken into account, but the dude has been there for a long time and he's been winning for a minute. He does need to take that next step, though. And you hung in with the best football team in the land. There you go. We are quoting Rudy on this episode. Let because me tell you what. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yes. No. Do you can tell me what? Tell me what? Because we are talking what. Notre Dame football here. That's right. I mean, and some of you guys, that four and eight season is sticking in your head, but you know, that was a bit of an anomaly. Obviously, they had won ten the uh, game before, so five out of the last six years, he's gotten to ten wins, and the year that they only got to four. That included a double overtime loss by three to Texas, a loss by eight against Michigan State, a loss by three against Duke, a loss by seven at North, uh, NC State, a loss by seven against Stanford, a loss by one against Navy, and a loss by three against Virginia Tech. L- let me just, pl- what do you think about this though? Like the years, okay, you look at the likes of an Alabama, a Clemson, uh, a, a uh, Georgia, perhaps. I don't know. Georgia might have more than I think, but you know, people are cons- Oklahoma, Notre Dame is, are they on that level? Can we surely say they're on that level? Patty C they are not on that level because they haven't been able to produce in the playoff. You could say o- Oklahoma hasn't won a playoff game, but at least they've shown signs of life. They've but they gotten- went to overtime in the playoffs, but yes. Uh, but I think the difference is, is, is still this last season, 14 point win against Duke. Five point win against Louisville, uh, overtime win against Clemson, which is a great win. Uh, fourteen point win against Boston College, fourteen point win against UNC, decent win. Uh, but uh, you see my point. If you go back to nineteen, y- they're having ten win seasons, but they're still giving us the games of the. Thir- I mean, thirty twenty seven USC, twenty one twenty Virginia Tech. Uh, now I will say that was actually a pretty impressive year by them. They blew out a lot of teams more so than more so than some of the other years, 19, but I guess that's the thing you go back uh, Michigan in, in 18 by seven ball state by eight Vanderbilt by five. You see my point is it's like the great teams normally find a way to just blow Separate them out the water yeah. pit by five, you know, like um, you're getting the wins. Kelly's putting them in position and grabbing the wins, but uh, I don't think they're on that next level until we start seeing them really crank it up against those teams. They most certainly are not. And I would say recruiting is a part of that, but all, and the way they recruit they they are, you know, uh, they've become a big 10 team in terms of their recruiting style, offense alignment, tight ends and defense. They are still not cranking out great quarterbacks. They're not cranking out. I mean, they've had some good receivers actually come through and Kyron Williams is probably the best running back they've had in 
Oh, uh, for sure. I, I, I'm a big fan of that kid. For sure. Yeah. I would uh, not. Don't give me this Autry Denson bullshit. Yeah. I'm gonna go since Bettis or Waters. Who was last? Bettis. Bettis more recently. I think. Um. Yeah, I would probably say that's the a best long since time. Yeah. Thirty years, best back in the last thirty years, probably. And you look at, at uh, this offense. It was the thirtieth scoring offense in the country a season ago. Twenty fourth rushing, fifty eighth passing, twenty six overall. Uh, but they lose a ton. They only have one starting offensive lineman returning Petty. See, only four starters in general on offense. Now, Tommy Reese, the OC, did a decent job a season ago. Um, does that concern you a lot? Because I mean, look, I think this O line has been recruiting at a good level, and I think they're they obviously were great last year and the year before. Are they gonna take a slight step back though, even if they have a Kyron Williams? Um is that going to affect Jack Cohn? I mean, Jack Cohn's one that I, I'm not going to say he's Ian book yet. Um, so I, to me, they're worse at quarterback. They're clearly worse at offensive line. Now, Michael Mayer at tight end is a fucking beast. Yeah. That guy I was really impressed with. Um, now the wide receiver positions, you know, I guess Avery Davis is back, but they're only bringing one of three back there. There's concern all over the offense. Sure. Now, one thing that I've read a couple times is they're, two top recruits for this past cycle, Blake Fisher and Rocco Spindler out of Indiana and uh, Michigan, respectively beating Michigan on the recruiting trail for uh, trail for Rocco Spindler services. Very impressive there. Um, they're both like supposed to be way ahead of schedule and like ready to start as freshmen and looking good already. So they could step in and replace several NFL bound offensive linemen and keep that that machine rolling that Notre Dame has been doing with those offensive linemen. Yeah, they have been. Yeah. So if that's the case, you know, I don't know that there would be a gigantic step back. Obviously the receivers are a major question mark. Mayor helps out a lot. Cone is still a question mark. Cone to me is less of a question mark because that 70% completion percentage is so Wisconsin though. I mean, I feel like what's that a a screen pass every, every, you know, like they don't open it up. Well, it's probably all play action. And so the defense is probably completely occupied stuffing the run there. And that will increase your completion percentage. That said, I saw him in the spring game. He looked pretty good. He was pretty damn accurate. Kelly's normally good with quarterbacks. Yeah, he is. He does a good job developing on them. I think, I think they're going to be fine. I think they're going to, I think they'll move the ball. I just think that when it comes time to like take the top off of a defense, they still don't have those guys to do that. And so that's going to be a problem when you're playing Clemson or but the, the, you would agree though. The offense is going to be worse than last year. <sighs> Only because I don't think uh cone has the ability to extend his plays with his feet. Book was pretty Book quick. Book was kind of a, a, a pretty good athlete. Yeah. 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 Uh, but I, I don't, I don't know that. I don't know. Cause what replacing four offensive linemen? You're telling me they're going to be that's better? true. There's going to be a little step back. I think maybe certainly right off the bat. And that that's where it's scary. But fortunately they get three semi winnable games right off the bat where, you know, they might be able to have a couple errors at the offensive line. Still the schedule's tough as hell. So I think they'll take a step back in total, in terms of total wins. Well, I mean, they're expected to, and I'll get to the win total in a minute here. Let's, let's hit on the defense. Clark Lee did a great job. He's now Vanderbilt's head coach. They bring in Marcus Freeman, who I think is, is on the verge of being a head coach somewhere. Definitely. Um, 14th best uh, scoring defense a season ago, 16th against the run 61st against the pass 25th uh, total defense. Uh, uh, could, is it possible that the defense is better this year? They returned seven. I think, I think I'm going to say, yeah, last three years, this defense in scoring 13, 12, and 14. So very consistent. I do think that uh, Marcus Freeman may have an extra gear that, I mean, they've had some good ones. Who's the guy that went to a uh, and M 
uh, Elko. Yeah. Mike Elko. Elko yeah. then Lee. So it's almost like the defense is doing itself. I, then again, when he had a, uh, who's the fucking uh, guy who Van Gorder, Brian Van Gorder, Van yes. Gorder. I think maybe they just have had two good coaches in a row, but I think Freeman has, I think it's going to be three good coaches yeah. in a row. And I think this defense might even be better than a season ago. Wow. Keep your eye on that. Not a shot at Clark Lee. I think he's going to be a good coach too, but um, I mean, certainly recruiting uh, Marcus Freeman's ceiling is, is through the roof. He he's the reason let me, let me crank out these recruiting rankings last five years, 10, 10, 15, 18 last year, finally cracked the top 10 with number nine. And then right now sitting at number three, although the uh, average recruiting ranking suggests they'll slip down to the bottom of the top 10. So either way though, still outside of that talent range, that's going to be able to win them a championship or has been traditionally able to win teams championships, but getting a little closer. Yeah. And, and you get to this thing and you, you look at that, uh, that win total, by the way, I mean, I didn't hit there. They are returning a, uh, uh, what seven starters defensively two of four in the defensive line there two of three in the, in the linebacking core and three of four in the secondary um, led by Kyle Hamilton at the free safety spot. But uh, I think the defense is going to be, is going to even be co- prediction here. Defense will be better than last year. Wow. So that would be top 10 defense. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Gonna, big gonna, things going to take a shot there on them. Now the offense, uh, Hovering in what the uh, what would you say with the thirtieth scoring offense in the country? Yeah, so they're going to have to take a step forward if they want to. But interesting thing here that I wanted to bring up: championship game in Indianapolis this year. If there was ever a year to have a, like a, a miracle run, right, and have sure. the home field advantage that the SEC gets every single year in the playoffs, but why play in the dome though? That's the problem. That's true. If you're Notre Dame, you want to catch them outdoors, yeah. which with the twelve team playoff would make them one of my favorite teams, Patty. See, I would root for every single team that plays football the way the game was intended to be in the elements outside. Thank you. All right. Um, yeah. I mean, look, I, I think there's still, I mean, I think this team could still be really good. So um, let's get into this thing. The win total though, eight and a half, Patty C explain to me this. Yeah. I rattled through the seasons. Brian Kelly won 10 games last year. I only played, or they played 12 last year total with the bowl game. Uh, 11 games the year before 12, the year before 10, the year before. Yes. He had a four win season in 16, but 15, 10. So even back to 14, eight, uh, 13, nine, 12 in, in 2012, they won 12. So they're winning more than eight games every year, but two. Yeah. Maybe well, let, let's take a look at their losses over the last few years. I got it pulled back to uh, twenty uh, seventeen. That was the at, at the first of their um, ten win seasons, the four in a row. Their losses there were a one point loss to Georgia. They did oh, get they should have won that game. Freaking annihilated by Miami and got handled by Stanford. So took a couple L's, but they played Georgia close there. The following year, they uh, only lost to Clemson in the playoff. The following year after that, 2019, a six point loss at Georgia. And then they got dominated by Michigan. So that we're seeing a trend here. They'll keep it really close, but then get freaking dominated sometimes by a, a good team, too. Well, I mean, you got that win total at eight and a half this year, Patty C. Uh, You're right. History suggests they should eclipse that. Yeah, you would just think blindly. Give me the over on that. Let's let's dabble a little bit in this schedule. Week one, Sunday, uh, day before Labor Day, 
at Florida State. I know earlier in the offseason you called for a FSU upset. I think yeah. you've uh, <laughs> since retracted your statement. I, I think it'll be a close game, but I don't. I think Notre Dame way ahead of Notre, uh, Florida State at this point. Uh, so now we got them at one and zero. Then they host the Toledo Rockets that bring back ninety eight percent of their roster. That's most in the NCAA. Dangerous, very dangerous. Shorter week, a tiny bit. <laughs> uh, that's a win. That is right? one. Two and zero out the gate. This is a, this is a slippery one for me. Week three, home to Purdue because <laughs> I think they're going to be thinking Wisconsin. Yeah, and I think it's a slippery, slippery yeah, game. Yeah, the, the Purdue's just talented enough, and Brahms just good enough as a coach that. If you're completely asleep at the wheel and you're Notre Dame, plus Purdue's motivated. I want to say this is probably one of their most all-time played rivals. If I'm looking, yeah, the third most played team of all time for Notre Dame. That's a rival, you know. Yeah, yeah. Don't um, sleep on your rival. But I'll match you. I'm going to say three and zero. But a Purdue game is sneaky to me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then they go to Soldier Field, which they should never make a dome. Damn you, Chicago. Don't even think about it. Don't even <laughs> think about that dumb idea. And they take on Wisconsin at soldier field. I hate, you know, I hate these NFL corporate games, but there's well, two they're locations. Turn, uh, they're, they're not going to yeah. turn uh, soldier field in a dome. I think I they're, 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 they're doing what LA did and buying a little plot of land out in the country or whatever. And I know, go, but that's still the same thing. You're going to get you're away still from ruining the bears. Yes. Yeah. And my point here is look, I hate these corporate NFL gra- grabs. I really do. Yeah. But it, if you want to do three stadiums, where you're allowed to do that. Yeah. With no qualms from Colby yes. Dent, no qualms, soldier field. Yeah. Lambo. Yep. Arrowhead. Yeah. Those, Those are, are the three only winners. three allowed, not this Mercedes Benz dome or the Superdome yes. or Indianapolis. I don't even know Any what the dome. Lucas oil the fuck out of here with that. I mean, right? Washington, their home field is uh, Seattle is the Seahawks stadium. So that's not really a neutral site game, but it's still an acceptable NFL venue because it's yes. a great venue. Yes. I'm okay with that. Yeah. But generally speaking, keep fucking college football games in college what football, makes college football better than pro football. Oh, it's the college experience, right? Hence right. the fucking title that we have here, guys. That's right. That's what we live. That's what we live for. Ah, just play this in Matt. Do one in Madison and one in South bend. Well, I think Lambo and uh soldier field was I'm okay. Satisfactory. I still prefer. Madison and South Bend. South Bend. But There's nothing look, wrong with it. Since since the, the you know, since I consider Soldier Field and and Lambeau kind of the Mecca of yeah. football. Yeah. Uh they, they they get a little bit of a pass. Make that exception. Uh who wins this game? This is a tough game. This is a really tough game. Uh just because Wisconsin stepped back last year, I do expect Merch to have a great step forward. But uh oh, this is tough. I have no idea who wins this game. And I think this is I a true I, neutral I think I game. Lean Notre Dame. I think I do too. Yeah. Jack Cohn's revenge tour. Well, one game revenge tour starts yeah. and ends on September 25th week five. They're home to Cincinnati. And this is interesting because you hired Marcus Freeman, which I think probably had you not hired Freeman. I think I was going to lean Cincinnati. I think I lean Notre Dame now. I don't know who that's a bigger advantage for, 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 uh, you know, Marcus Freeman saw Cincinnati's offense every day in practice last year, but Cincinnati saw Marcus Freeman's defense every day in practice last year. So uh, it's going to be an interesting thing. I just think Notre Dame's too talented and they have the home field advantage five and oh, I think since he's going to be a little five and o. overrated, I actually think the most dangerous game of the five Purdue really uh, potentially just because they're asleep. I think Wisconsin is probably the most dangerous. 
Now, Saturday, October 9th. Now they move to, they go after Cincinnati. They play at Virginia tech. This is my upset special. This yeah. is Virginia tech pulling it off Virginia tech coming in lane off stadium. Here. Yes. I am all over the Hokies here. Five and one yeah. would be my pick. I, I agree with you. Somewhere in that first six, they're going to catch an L. This seems like the most likely uh, situation. They get a buy before hosting USC in, at Notre Dame stadium. I'm on Notre Dame. I don't trust USC. I understand they're talented, but I just haven't trusted them. Mm. They, they were a gimmick team to me last year. I am on the they Irish. Weren't that great last year? The fact that it's a gosh, I would think uh, USC would be would have the edge talent wise this year for the first time in a while. But it's in Notre Dame. This is a true 50 50 game to me. <sighs> Give me Notre Dame. I'm on Notre Dame too. Yeah. Now, this one is a dangerous spot, but Brian Kelly did it, did exactly to me what they just completely out coached. Mac Brown a season ago in Chapel Hill. Yeah. Now they return the favor. They're coming up to Notre Dame, uh, to South Bend, N- North Carolina at Notre Dame. Hmm. I still think they dominate them in the trenches. I think I think Notre Dame wins too. Yep. But I will say that's a tough back to back the game, even though they're not away. It's tough. And then you're then the jack of all trades. You're going triple option short week against the Navy midshipmen. Well, seven day week. I think it's a regular week, right? Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Uh, still tough though. Yeah, I'm still taking you to win though. Yeah, taking the Irish to win. All right, Irish fans. Now at Charlottesville, November thirteenth, <laughs> Patty C. Why do I see it's either here or Stanford? I'm if calling to, for. If they I'm lose calling for another two games in the state of Virginia this year. That could be hilarious. I think I just think either Virginia or Stanford in the season finale. One of them is going to bite them. Well, I'll tell you what. Stanford has not been a team they have enjoyed playing since that rivalry pick or really, let me take a look at that. I mean, they've gotten the last two, but prior to that, they had lost uh, four of the previous five and then three more before that with a win in between. So Stanford really has had the better of them lately. And the fact that it's in Palo Alto, this is another loss for Notre Dame. Yeah. I got them 10 and two, maybe nine and three. Yeah. Maybe nine and three, the eight and a half win total. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you buy that over. Yeah, I you, agree. You buy that over. I trust Brian Kelly. I understand the the hesitation with one of four starters back on the uh, or one of five starters back on the offensive line, but I think this offensive line's talented. So, they reloaded yeah. offensive yeah. line. So give me the over and the Irish. Patty sees on the over and the Irish as well. Um, and and really, it's just come on. I mean, this is a. Uh, <laughs> Well, I don't get that. Easy cash, Patty C. Easy cash when talking Notre Dame at eight and a half. And you hung in with the best college football team in the land. Yeah, that's what you're going to be saying when you cash that ticket. Let me ask you this: Brian Kelly has finally gotten this thing rolling to where there people expect them not to fall off anymore. You know, whereas it had been before. People were saying Notre Dame's done and it's a fluke for them to have a great season or at least a semi fluke. Now it's, they're consistently very good. Is he going to be able to take the next step and get them to the championship level? And, and is a 12 team playoff good for their yes, 12 team playoff development? Is, is, look, some of these writers, I thought it was bad. I, I, I can't believe because look, Notre Dame suffers from Duke syndrome. There's years where they're completely, in my opinion, pre Brian Kelly overrated. 
They're unbelievably. That's not even in question. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So think about that. If you have that going for you, that means you're going to make the playoff. Most you have a better chance. Yeah. Than a lot of other when teams. When you're a, yeah. a lock for the playoffs every yeah. year, then yeah, that helps. It's like Duke and basketball, man. Well, Sometimes like they're just completely. Ohio State and Clemson and Alabama right now in football. It really helps to for people to have confidence in you. Yeah. There I'm telling you. There so I think it's a money deal and I think ho- getting that finance money deal as far as yes, they're going to get in the playoffs majority of the yeah. times, but also financially having a home playoff game. Yeah. And I think most of the times they're going to win those because they're going to be playing the likes of a Florida, of an Auburn, yeah. of a Texas, of you know, a USC maybe or uh you know, what whoever, but it's going to they're going to go to this cold ass place and I love it. It's it's what College football should have been a long time ago. That's right. I've been preaching this since I first took breath, Patty C. <laughs> All right. That's right. Kobe has been on this for a long time, and even though he's, and I'm not even happy with 12. I want more than 12. But give me uh, this is a good deal for Notre Dame. Yeah, this is a huge deal for Notre Dame, and like we said, because they don't get that buy at any point, then whether they're ranked one or up to eight. You know they're going to have a first round game, and I think there's an advantage to having the first game. We see it in the NFL yeah. playoffs every year. Yeah, you get a little cold, yeah. you get rusty during that week yeah. off. So Notre Dame going to have a huge. I mean, that's going to be like an every year thing that we see. Oh, yeah, oh, first round game. Dude, in I South will Bend. go. I'm fl- look. I've been there. I've done stand up in South Bend. But if this happens, which I think it's going to happen, yeah, I'm going. I'm going. Well, we first time connect. that's happening. We're going. We got to connect uh, in the South Bend uh, scene. And NBC scene. There we go. Let's yeah, do this. So we're gonna, Let's do we're this. We're gonna Done take full advantage. We're gonna be up in South Bend watching the Irish. That's what I'm talking about. It's easy to see a tide turn. The tide is turning, and college football is gonna get better with a 12 team playoff. But Patty C is on the over. I'm on the over. Uh, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We're breaking down all 130 college football teams, and since Notre Dame never plays in FCS, thankfully. We're, we're, we got every team on your schedule covered with the podcast. All right. And you can take that to the bank, baby. Um, and also college basketball fans, Mike Bray, and Notre Dame going to have a really good year. I think this year, Patty C I was listening to you guys preview subscribe to the college basketball experience where we talk college basketball year round over there. Really excited to see the Irish will come basketball season. Uh, and then obviously subscribe to the college football experience here. We talk college basketball year round over there. We talk college football year round over here. It never ends on the college experiences. So subscribe, tell a friend, me, Patty C and Nick. We, uh, handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game for the past four years. And we've never had a losing season. Yes. Independently. We've never had a losing season for each sport uh, for each season. And obviously as a collective, we're way over 500 and, 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 and lock wise, all of our locks way over 500. We gave you all of that on a, uh, on the SGPN app for free. So just download the SGPN app. That's a free app. You can get it in the app store, Google play store. Once you download that thing, you'll have all of our picks accessible right there. You also have all of our podcasts. We just did a podcast with Phil Steele, Randy cross, Joe Theismann, Notre Dame fans. There you go. We've had Joe, Joe Theismann been on the, sh- the, the program a bunch of times. All those episodes will be there. And also you'll get our contest, our articles just did an article with the top 130 college football coaches, top 10, uh, top 10 hardest schedules, all of that right there with one click of a button on your, uh, on the, on your phone. So get excited for it guys. Um, but look, we don't charge our picks. We won't charge our picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is once you get that free SGPN app, I'm just trying to charge you for three minutes of your time. Can you, can you leave us a five-star review 
on that app and say some kind things about us. And if you do take a screenshot of that review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and show me that review. And, and once you do that, I will send you a college football experience t-shirt, brand new or college basketball experience t-shirt, whatever you want. Brand new Patty C Irish nation yes. should be rocking some college experience Dude. here. I mean, come on. I got that. Boom, oh, boom, I got boom. The, uh, I got the chamois on the chest. Yes. Got the shamrock on the chest. Um, not that anyone gives a fuck, but it's still Rep there. It. Right? Rep that fucking Irish anyway. action. <laughs> Uh, yeah, please though. Get the, at the Colby D give me a follow. Show me that uh, review. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. Give us all a follow the college football experience new to Twitter at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast on Twitter at the SGP network. Give all a follow. I think you'll enjoy all of them and uh, be sure to check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. Sometimes work blocks you from a lot of the fun that we offer well, that's why you download the SGPN app, and and while you're at it, might as well get the Slack app and 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 hop into the Sports Gambling Podcast channel. Talk college football, college basketball, and way other a lot of other sports year round. So check it out. Do that. You'll enjoy it. All right, folks, we're both on the over. This is the college football experience, Notre Dame Fighting Irish style. You better start thinking about yours, and we're out.